With so much going on in the world today, it got me to thinking, are we all racist? We'll have a conversation about this right after the break. So I was scrolling through social media. (laughs) I was looking at how people were responding. You know about the current events. And I was looking at some of these comments and some of the people that's just at war with basically fictitious people who put up pictures and post their name and little funny little things after their name. But everybody's sounding a little bit racist. And so I was just thinking to myself, are we all racist? So what came across my mind was to look up the definition of racism. So racism is a noun. (laughs) You know, a noun, a person, place, a thing. I guess this would be a thing. Uh, It's a belief or doctrine that inherent differences among the various human racial groups determine cultural or individual achievement, usually involving the idea that one's own race is superior and has the right to dominate others, or that a particular racial group is inferior to the others. Hmm. Wow. Wow. By that definition, and this may offend some people, black people can't be racist. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it darn well sounds like it. (laughs) Racism is something that has been around for ages, for eons. Some people use it as an excuse. It's sad when you see that we're living in 2021 and there's still stuff going on that mirrors the things of 1960-something. As this country takes its footsteps forward, it always seems like it takes several footsteps back. The whole entire case was sad. I'm sorry, the kids shouldn't have been there, nor should have been people there tearing up the town or anything like that, nor should have been anybody getting shot in the back. It was just a lot. We live in the greatest country in the world. I don't know of any other country that can or will allow you to be as free or capitalist as we are. Um, Basically, if you have the know-how and you have a little bit of uh, money, you can start a business. Try that overseas somewhere. So many regulations. I'm not saying that it's regulations in all countries, but trust me, some of my friends from overseas know what I'm talking about. And so I went online because everybody knows I like Googling. And I was like, dang, it got to be a way to help you with your racism (laughs) I'm sorry it gotta be a way to help you with that I don't don't know how to put it in no other terms but it gotta be a way to help you with your racism so I came up across and I'm gonna notate the article Um, it's an article that's on verywellmind.com it says seven strategies to help you on your anti-racism journey so sweet oh yes this is a real article so let's go to the first one uh the first step is acknowledge modern day racism exists 
Listen, unless you've been living in a rabbit hole or a shoebox for the last past couple of years, if you haven't noticed all the accidents that's been happening to black and brown people, then you're blind. You, you have on blinders. You have on blinders and you really don't care about hearing it because you would probably be one of the people that say, oh yeah, well, they killed a, a white guy, such and such. Yeah, how many white guys? How many black guys? How many Mexican guys? Of uh, Looking like the wrong person or wearing a hoodie or something like that. How many black guys? A lot. So acknowledge it, it exists. Even I was a victim of some racist stuff. Not once, but several occasions. Still battle stigmas because I have this beautiful baby face. And when I put on a hat or a hoodie, somebody thinks that I'm some type of uh, a thug or a gangster or something like that. When I walk into a store, I can automatically feel and see the eyes that look up on, on me. Like, you know how you walk into some stores and you hear them greeting you? When you got on your nice suit and everything like that. Oh, hey, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Well, I walk into the same stores with the hoodie and the hat on. And it's silence. And then they see my face and they say, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, recognize your prejudice. If you think, for example, you'll never do anything ra- racist or you won't say anything racist. Think again. It's a lot of people who say some racist stuff and and don't even know it and do racist stuff and don't even know it. It's a common fact. I mean, even I do some stuff or say some stuff that is pretty racist. Number three, take a test to identify your biases. Hmm. Well, I'm definitely not taking no tests. I know I'm biased. I know I'm biased, but my bias, my biasness, is that a word? My biasness doesn't affect my everyday life. You get what I'm saying? Like if some people out there, their biases basically beats them down. It it shouldn't. Because at the end of the day, that is a mental cloak that you've put up over things or mental veil that you've put up over things. Sometimes it may not be conscious. Like you, you subconsciously do some things that are just really biased. But you don't need no test for it because once you play back the tail of the tape, you'll know. Trust me. Number four, learn about yourself. You might think your anti-racism journey start should start with learning about others, but developing more self-awareness first can be key to helping you gain insight into your beliefs. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, the, the one thing that has helped me out is knowing myself. Learning about myself, learning about my family history, learning about different things that it takes in America to be black. I mean, I have to be very cautious about the places that I go and the people that I'm around and the things that I say because they can be taken out of content. I'm pretty sure that's not what this is saying, but yeah, I had to learn about myself. (laughs) Learn about other people. You know what? That is something that I tell everybody. In the black community, there's a lot of people that never leave the hood. Like they live, they brag about it sometimes too. They say, I lived in this neighborhood for 20 something years. You should be able, unless you, unless your, your 
your house is like the end all be all for you. You should want to go to other communities or feel comfortable moving into other communities. Also, too, you got the people that never traveled anywhere. You should want to travel because that grows you as a person. I mean, the best part about my life is that I lived in Tennessee, Ohio, South Carolina, North Carolina, New Jersey, um, New York, six months count. So you, you have to go to different places, eat different foods. Korean barbecue is the bee's knees. Soju. Shout out to Soju King and Queen. Um, but yeah, Korean food is great. All Asian food is great to me. I can sit around. I, I think I'm I think I'm Asian undercover. Don't quote me, but somebody in my family is Asian because I, I love Asian food. Italian food, love that. Why am I talking about food? Food doesn't help you not discriminate against other people. So moving right along. <laughs> oh, shout out to my Indian family. Interact with people of different races. Listen, I just said this. I got friends who are black. I got friends who are white. I got friends who are Indian. I got friends who are Asian. I got friends who are Chinese, Cantonese, Korean. I, I got different cultures, different friends, you know. It helped me grow as a person and helped me understand their culture a little bit. Uh, one of the things that I've always said is if I had the ability and the capability as I got older, I want to travel. Once my kids go off to college, once the last one is like heading into the college dorm, I am dropping the top on my convertible. I'm saying you got your money. You got your phone. Call me if you need anything. Peace out. Me and your mama heading to the airport. And I'm going to roll smoke from those back tires. It might be electric by then, so it might not make no sound. But I'm going to roll smoke. And I'm going to head to the airport. And I'm hopping on the first flight to somewhere. And we're going somewhere for a whole entire week. Why? Because first off, the last kid is off to college. We need a break. The little don't drove us crazy for the last past 18 years of each one of their lives. And I can call them because I'm their daddy. But... Yeah, interact with other people. Go to go to go travel. Go see other places. You know what? The most funniest thing is people on the East Coast talk di totally different from people in the Midwest, talk totally different from the people on the West Coast. Even doing a trip like that would help a person to grow. You know, it's a lot of people who have lived on the East Coast all their life who have never seen the Pacific Ocean except for uh in pictures or something of that nature. Listen, go see Muscle Beach. Get your buff on. Enroll in the course. If you need a course, you need a psychiatrist. I'm sorry. It, there's, there are so many factors into that. You need some mental help. Some real mental help. You need a psychiatrist. Because for real, some racism is so ingrained in people that they've already taught it to their kids. You get what I'm saying? They've already taught some of this racism stuff and, and put those racist, racist thoughts into their kids' minds. So, when will it end? We got a long road ahead of us. And I hope that we can make it on that road. The route we're going right now, pretty soon nobody's going to have skin. We're going to be tan off one another's skin because at the end of the day, what's underneath is all the same. It's all the same. You got a heart, you got lungs, you got everything. We're all the same. It's just the skin that changes us in some, some people hair. Kevin Durant hair. It's no fixing that. Just shave it bald, bro. Like, come to the other side. But um, we got work to do. 
And whether you white, black, yellow, red, or whatever color you want to be, because that's the world we live in. You want to be a color? Fine. Be Snurple. Remember, I love you. No matter what. No matter if you hate me, I love you. And that's a real fact. The answer to the question is yes, we are. We all have preconceived notions about another race, creed, or color. But how do we combat that? Through love and understanding. That's all. Very simple. Love and understanding. Now, before you go, I want to give you a little snippet of this coming Friday's episode. All right? So stay on for a second. It's not going to be that long, I promise. Thanks for tuning in. All right, my name is LaQuinta Sanchez, also known as Lady La Poet. I am a writer, obviously a poet, it's in the name. I have a blog on WordPress under Lady La Poet. It's called I Am a Beautiful Disturbance, where I talk about issues that face the African-American community and how to build better relationships. I also have a few self-published books, Beautiful Assassin. And Bachata Rosa, those are romance novels. So if you like it spicy, you know where to go. Find me on Amazon. And she's a part of your support group now. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Kenneth. And this is your support group. Thanks for tuning in.